Welcome to Untold Physio Stories Podcast, your perfect commute resource with physio failures, successes, interesting cases, and more from the physio and rehab world with your host, Drs. Andrew Rothschild and Urson Religioso. If you've had dreams of starting your own side hustle, make sure to check out Curve Health Online. They have an iPad, iPhone, and Android app, and they only take home 7% of whatever it is you charge. Otherwise, it's free for their all-in-one computer vision, exercise library, HIPAA-compliant messaging system, and telehealth platform. Again, check it out at modmt.com slash curve, C-U-R-V, and make sure to tell them Dr. E sent you. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. E, with Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, and my new private network for PTs, The Eclectic Approach. Make sure to check that out at members.theeclecticapproach.com. My co-host, again, not with me, someday we'll get back together. Today I have a very special guest, Dr. Ryan Martin, who's going to come on the podcast today and tell how he got into MSK Ultrasound. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, I appreciate you inviting me onto this. That means a lot to me. Yeah, well, apparently this is some kind of crazy story or not crazy story. So we'll see. What, how did you get into MSK Ultrasound as a PT? It's not really a crazy story. Um, long time ago, when I moved to Phoenix, Arizona, I had an opportunity to oversee quite a few pain management type clinics um, on the physical therapy side. And so I would bounce between all the different clinics and um, sometimes I would help treat patients, a lot of administrative work. Uh, one day I got caught into one of our downtown offices and uh, they asked if I could help treat some patients. Um, and I said, yeah, absolutely, I can do that. Um, I can come in, I can, I can help out a little bit. And they said, all right, well, let, let me give you a little backstory on this patient. Um, there's some psychiatric issues that you're gonna have to be aware of. And I said, oh, that's, that's fine, I understand. Uh, the treatment room that we used is, and again, these were these were kind of a box in a box type scenarios where they'd put like a little PT room inside of pain management clinic. And so it, it wasn't really like a large room. So just to give like an environmental awareness, it was maybe like a, a eight by eight, nine by nine. It was not a big room at all, you know, with a plinth table, you know, just the setup was just very small, with some small, um, you know, just some s- small exercise stuff in there. So what happened was, they said, okay, you can go in there. He's with his wife. Um, you know, let's kind of do an evaluation and see what's going on. So while I'm sitting there with him, he's already kind of agitated and, and you know, you know, rocking back and forth and just showing some telltale signs that he didn't really want to be there. Um, halfway through the discussion that I was having with him, the MA kind of walks into the door and says, hey, uh, Ryan, can I close this door? We're having an issue out here. So apparently in the waiting room, which was actually conjoined to that room, so it, you basically had to walk through the waiting room straight into this room. So you didn't go through a, you know, um, a reception or anything like that. You just went from the waiting room straight into this room. And so what happened was a gentleman in the pain clinic in the you know, waiting room had a seizure and had passed out right in front of where I was treating. So they needed to close the door and box me into this room with this gentleman. Um, so again, you could imagine when the paramedics came and everything happened, um, I was locked into a room with someone that they had 
afterwards explained to me had bipolar schizophrenia and um he did and while he was sitting there also mentioned that he was claustrophobic so i was stuck in this room with a very large and no a very large individual he's probably well again as i tell the story he probably gets bigger so he was like seven foot four no he was like you know six two but not a small frame at all and i was getting very nervous sitting in there with him and i, I was so not wanting to be in there anyway all was good you know, another 30, 45 minutes after the paramedics left, um, you know, he left, everything was good. Uh, he signed up for more PT, which was good. But at the end of it, um, so I was talking to the MAs and everybody that was going on. I said, hey, what, what happened out there? What, what was going on with this patient? And they said, oh, you know, he had an, he OD'd, you know, he, he had a drug induced issue. And again, this was quite a few years back. Um, we don't have to go into a lot of detail of the opioid um, pan, you know, epidemics and things like that, but it was right in the heyday of all that kind of stuff. And so what this person was doing was they had come in seeking, possibly seeking pain meds um, and had OD'd right in the lobby. Now, I don't know the overall outcome of what happened to the patient. Um, he was taken out. And so anyway, the kicker, the, the final kicker, kicker of the story was, um, he had left his medication bottle on the counter. This the, the patient that had OD'd had left his medication bottle on the countertop. Um, and so the MA went to go pick it up and she felt it. And she said, this is, this is liquid in here. I, what is this? And so she opened it. it the guy, again, I'm trying to say like uh, stay PG here, but the guy had uh, urinated into a cup um, or had somebody urinate into a cup that he could use to fill into our uh, lab testing to make sure that he had nothing in his system. Well, everything back, you know, obviously backfired. Um, he had, you know, um, OD'd in the clinic and the MA unfortunately had urine all over her hands. It was just a hodgepodge of just bad, bad day. So let me explain how this all fits into MSK ultrasound. Like, oh, I know. Right. I, 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 wonder, I, I'm wondering that right now. <laughs> so you think of yourself, wow. He said he was telling us about how he got into MSK ultrasound. Now, here's how it all relates. A week prior to that, a gentleman by the name of Jared Bowen had come to me and said, hey, Ryan, um, well, have you ever thought about doing ultrasound in your practice? And I said, yeah, I, I took modalities. I understand. He said, no, 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 not therapeutic ultrasound, diagnostic ultrasound. And I looked at him. I said, I'm, I'm not a radiologist. I don't. What are you talking about? He had kind of summed up everything about MSK ultrasound to his knowledge at that time, we're talking quite a few years ago. And he told me, you know, if you're interested in this, you know, reach out to me, let's talk, you know, let's, let's see where this goes. And I said, you know what, I'm overseeing a bunch of clinics, I'm a director, you know, I'm, I'm doing so good, I'm happy. One event had me calling him the next day and saying, hey, you know what, can you talk to me a little bit about that MSK ultrasound? Uh, so I had basically that that moment in time, you know, just really kind of put things in perspective, like, hey, I need to do something different. Um, I want to see what else is out there. And the rest is history. So we met up. I met up with some really awesome people. I started learning MSK ultrasound. I started doing conferences. Um, I got certified. And uh, this is what I do now. This is what I love. This is my passion. Uh, but I can I can say that there was pretty much one defining moment in my healthcare career that said, okay, I can't do this. I need a change. And that's that was my story. So it's not so crazy. It's not out of control, but it definitely had some twists and turns. Um, you know, that was it. So 
Well, that's awesome. I mean, uh, so it was more like the the onus was was you just thought I want something more than your nine to five clinic job. Yes, or even that even was as exactly. a director, because you weren't even actively seeing patients, right? Because you were mostly doing overseeing other clinicians, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, great. It was just I a, mean, yeah, especially it was for a non-clinician. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was just one of those moments in time where he said, "Yeah, it's it's, it's you know what." I see a road, you know, you know, like a road, a fork in the road. All right, let, let's go this way. Let's see what happens. And you know what? I'm super happy that I did. Awesome. So how long have you been doing MSK ultrasound now and teaching it? So I guess that was probably around 2015, 2014 that uh, I had that that idea. And uh, since then, and so once, once I contacted that gentleman, uh, Jared Bowen, and he got me connected, I was scanning pretty much right away in a sports med facility with a physician that was RMSK certified. So basically like right off the bat, I was put into a sports med clinic and I was doing all the scans with a couple other experts. So I was able to, you know, um, get all the requirements so I could sit for the board pretty quickly. Uh, so that's how that happened. Yeah. You got those 150 cases pretty quickly. <laughs> oh it, yeah. Really quickly. Um, and, and we were talking about this before, is that that's one of the tough barriers for MSK ultrasound. Right, right. Yeah, um, what uh, Ryan was telling me before the mic started rolling was that the you need 150 cases to be reviewed um, as one of the requirements. And I, I just said, I don't know, even know if that's practical for me, like for the rest of my entire career, if I could get 150. But he is actually working on that. And it would be possible now for me. It just wouldn't be possible with my current caseload, but it would be possible um, with some of the ways that he is working on it. So, um, you know, if you guys are interested, where can people learn more? Um, about what I'm doing? Um, yeah. So honestly, my LinkedIn is really kind of my platform. I don't have any other social media. I'm working on that. Um, also working on a YouTube channel, thanks to inspiration by certain people like you. Um, so I want to do a podcast and I want to do that kind of video stuff, but realistically my LinkedIn is really my format to where I connect with a lot of people. Other than that, um, if you're interested in, in the education side of things, I have a education website that we have, um, outside of our clinical stuff, which is, uh, amsku.com. It's, it's the advanced, uh, muscle skeletal ultrasound center. And so that's, that's where I do all my education formatting and stuff like that. But if you want to reach out to me, uh, LinkedIn's really the go-to. Right. And that's how I found you too. Yes. Well, that is a great origin story. So if you guys ever have any interesting physio failures, great cases, or uh, hilarious PT patient encounters, make sure to reach out to Andrew or myself on social media and get on the podcast. Make sure to subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a five-star rating, and please share the podcast so you can help us grow. And as always, you guys have a great day.